Hello, everyone. Welcome to She's an Outlander, a podcast dedicated to the television show Outlander. My name is Stacy, And I'm Brittany. And hello. Yes, hello. Welcome back. Welcome back. So we're now about to start this adventure into season five. Woo. What the heck? And hey, you know what? It's like, it's only taken us two years, but like, it was pretty good. It yeah. was pretty good, right? Yeah. Well, how many years did it take for it to come out on TV? We're doing better than that. I mean, so. we're ahead of the TV. This is true. See? This is true. They're going That's... on almost nine years from when yeah. they started filming that. the first We're one. like a fifth of the time. Okay. That's pretty that. good. Look at that. All right. So. Okay. So, um, so yeah. So we did our season four wrap up. We Brittany did. had some thoughts as per usual, <laughs> per usual, and some maybe ideas or predictions of, of what might potentially be coming up next. <clears throat> and we'll yeah. see if any of those How of, oh, oh, and yes, everybody say hello to the doggos. They say are hello. still here. <laughs> They're still here. They're like quiet. And then they lull you into a sense of security for a second. And then they're like, yeah, just kidding. Just kidding. We're going to have fun. Um, okay. So we'll just jump right into this um, and see how, see how long the dogs let us uh, have peace. Um, okay. So this is season five, episode one. My gosh. My gosh. Um, called The Fiery Cross, which. Oh, that's ominous. Fa- I know, right? Which fun fact. That is the name of the fifth book. It's called Really? The, the Fiery Cross. Yeah. What was the fourth book called? The fourth book was called Drums of Autumn. The oh. fourth, the fourth book was the one I was stuck on for six months. Mm-hmm. It was the pretty teal colored one or the teal Cover? like egg, oh, like Robin's yeah, egg colored one color. that I showed. That was the fourth yeah. one. That was the fourth um, one. It took me a while. Drums of autumn? That's drums, drums of autumn. Drums of autumn? Drums oh, okay. of autumn. All right. Third one was called Voyager. Okay, that makes sense. Did even did the fourth even take place in autumn? What is Drums of Autumn? Uh, I mean, I don't know if like autumn. There's people listening to this be like, this is what it means. Um, I haven't looked into it, but I don't know if like autumn things changing, like leave, oh. like is the time of change, a season of change. I don't know. But aren't they all seasons of change? I don't know. I guess not. I, I guess know. that one was. All right. I, that that's fine. I'll accept it. That one's called The Drums of Autumn. And this okay. is, uh, this book is The Fiery Cross. And that's obvious. this episode is called The Fiery Cross. <laughs> um, so this episode was written by Matthew B. Roberts. Oh, our friend Matthew. Our friend Matthew. And then directed by Stephen Wolf- Wolfden. Um. So yes, okay. Directed by Stephen Wolfenden. Um, the wolf, which is very appropriate right now. You might hear I some wolves. wolves. I was gonna wolf say soundtracks. We, it's like every time. It's like this time we're trying to record. It's like witching hour for them yes. every time. They just start. This going. is when they get energy. They're like dead all day. They sleep. They get mad when I wake them up, and then right around like six to seven, they just they're like <laughs> they're like energy. <laughs> They're like the overtired toddler. They're like, yeah. we're ready to go. We're ready to go. Um, okay. So we get we get a little bit of a 
we get a little bit of a recap on the main points of last season. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it goes, it goes right into, so we have a bit of a cold open. It goes right into what we get the sense is maybe sort of like a flashback. So it's like, it shows us like we're in Scotland. It shows us like a flash of Lollybrock. We see oh, okay. like, we see like the rolling hills and Scotland and all that kind of stuff. And then we see, uh, we see a younger looking Murta. He's not gray. Um, oh, oh is this going to be the ants and him and the ant story? The him and the ant story, or him and the ant story. Oh, Jocasta. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we see him walk up to a young little redheaded boy sitting outside on a rock. Um, And he walks, you know, he walks. Oh, you're getting more of the backstory. Listen, puppers. I might have to edit just all of this. Or I might not edit because it honestly, that means I have to sit and listen to the whole dang thing. And who... Sometimes I just, I get a little lazy. So sorry if your eardrums are like WTF. <laughs> a wolf just yelped in them. Um, okay, so the pups are roughhousing on the bed. We'll see how this goes. Um, oh, puppers. Every time, every time. They decide to play every time we start recording. Like, every time. Okay, well. Okay, go to an, Go to another room. Okay, this is enthralling for you all to listen to, I'm sure. <laughs> hey, the barking is farther away. <laughs> Still in the hall now. Um, okay, so he walks, so Myrta walks up to this young boy, which yes, we get the sense that it's a little, it's a little Jamie. Oh, geez, guys. So it's a little Jamie. Um, and we get, um, he sort of, he just walks up to Jamie and he says, it's a very serious moment. If you thought you were muting it, you have not muted it. It's not muted? It's not muting. That's so not I'm, muted? No. What? It's okay, not, now my mic's broke too. <laughs> Brittany's trying to mute. You, you can always like do it the old fashioned way on Zoom and just hit mute on your okay, Zoom. We're going to have to do that now. There we go. There we go. Now we're muted. I didn't do anything. Oh, never mind. No, we're not. I can hear you. I, well, I can hear the dogs barking. good times i don't know who they're barking at but it's going great it's going great um i don't know if they're barking now now it says you're muted so okay this is great (laughs) you guys get to listen to me okay so we're heading into a very serious moment (laughs) oh my god another's a wolf behind you you just bent and i just see blue (laughs) okay so Myrta walks up to young Jamie and he kneels in front of him and he says, she's gone. <laughs> so we get the sense that his mother just passed away. So this is giving us the moment when, when Ellen dies and, you know, Myrta says to him, like, you know, I swore an oath, Jamie Fraser, when you were no more than a week old. Um, this is a weird statement. Um, and a bonnie lad at your mother's breast. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Brittany's face right now. Yeah, maybe um, don't like repeat the word breast to your to a child. When you were weird. latched on your mom's boo, boo. I swear I was talking to you. to you. Um, but yeah, he just means when he was little. Um, hi, puppers. 
Um, and so, yeah, he, he, you know, talks about how he swore an oath. He kneeled at their feet, swore an oath that he would, you know, protect him. Um, even when he became a grown man, which we always know. Brittany is sussing out the situation with the dogs and what's wrong and what's going on. And we're back. Brittany had to do some re-moving around to see if this helped the doggos. Let's see how this goes. But anywho, um, uh, yeah, so basically Myrta says to him, you know, I, I swore an oath when you were a little lad. I'd, I'd follow you always to do your bidding, guard your back when you became a man grown um, and was needing of such service. She's gone now, but I'll always be with you. Always. Um, and he sort of holds his hand and we get some sad music and all that kind of stuff. And then we get the opening credits and, and they've switched up this okay. season. So it's like, it's like choral. It's like a choir. It's very like, oh, interesting. <laughs> very interesting. Um, and something exciting that we see in the credits is that we see uh, Katrina Bell and Sam Hewen producers oh cool so nice nice um it's cool right uh okay so now after the opening credits we get uh, a scene so we see what was jamie and claire's cabin in season okay. like this cabin that they had in season four mm -hmm. um and we get a shot inside and it's now it's jamie and roger and roger's trying to shave <laughs> doing just not good at all um okay. and you can tell jamie's like watching him shave and he's just like frustrated he's like oh god careful or you lose your head here like let me let me take over let me help um and then he's like we can't we can't have you looking like you've been to the war and back not today uh oh is it the marriage marriage wedding what is a wedding, wedding. Oh, yeah a wedding yes yeah, so they're getting ready for their wedding um he puts it's so funny he puts his he puts his glasses on puts his little spectacles on so he can get a better look at it and he like grabs roger's head by the throat and is like here <laughs> and you can tell roger's like he's got a straight cut razor to my jugular oh, yeah talk about um trust <laughs> and then jane and jamie's like you nervous <laughs> <laughs> should be and roger's like about what the day you have in store for me or that you have a blade to my throat and jamie's like eh. um and then Roger's like, oh, but uh, for you, it's a day off from working on the house, at least. And Jamie's like, yeah, for a first for, our, you know, a first day off in a wee while. So we get the sense that Jamie and Claire have given Brie and Roger this cabin because they oh. they're building a bit. So it's Brie and Roger's cabin now because they're building what will sort of be referred to as the big house. They're okay. They're building like a bigger home for themselves on the ridge. OK, Um and yeah and jamie's just sort of you know yeah we have a floor under our feet now and a roof above our heads um couldn't have done it without the help of some of the men um and roger's like brie and i can't thank you enough for the gift of the cabin jamie's like oh well couldn't have my wee grandson sleeping in the woods now could we <laughs> and, and roger's like get ready for a lot of like jamie subliminal shades <laughs> shade okay. of just like yeah um and then that roger, roger sucks i can get behind that <laughs> and then i and agree then, or just how he's just so useless in this time period like he has none of the he's useless in an every time period okay <laughs> here we go 
but, and then Roger's like, oh, I was thinking of adding a loft. Bree said she dropped some plans for me to follow. And then Jamie's like, oh, well, do you have the right tools? And, and, um, <laughs> and Roger's like, well, they say it's a bad tradesman who blames his, his tools for his lack of skills. And he chuckles and he's like, um, he's like, no, I don't suppose I've done much building or farming for that matter, nor do I know how to drive a horse or gut a deer or wield a sword, but, uh, but I'm sure I'll find suitable trades provide for my family. <laughs> and Jamie's like, yeah. And until that time, you'll have to rely on the skills and trades of others. Um, and he's like, here, the ring you asked Myrta to make to, for Brie. So he hands the, the ring and Roger's surprised. He's like, oh, I thought it was only perhaps, uh, you know, I only expected like copper or brass. And Jamie's like, well, this one is certainly fit for my daughter. Oh, right. Right. Um, like so then there's more shaving. And then we get, we get a, we get a voiceover with Claire. And while, while this voiceover is happening, we're getting shots of Fraser's Ridge. So Ridge. So we're getting a sense of like how much it's grown. Like they have, they have settlers now we get a we get a shot of the big house that's still under construction but they're living in it and it's quite a difference from the cabin that they were in um the the set the production design the set design is beautiful um and we have there's a lot of guests that are there because of the wedding right so there's a lot of people that have come to the ridge and they're like they have tents because you know everyone okay. would, like camp and yeah. sleep or sleep there or whatever tent camp. i've tent camped at tent, a wedding tent camping for the wedding yeah for a wedding so i did that when um, i was a bridesmaid yeah nice so um yeah so Claire's voiceover says you know home is the place a site on which we live but Fraser's Ridge is much more than that a community built by the people who live there once Jamie and I had chosen a spot for our new home with the help of settlers construction began men and women who made us feel at home before the walls of our new house had even gone up who stood by us as the seasons came and went who looked forward to reaping the first harvest with us and to sharing in our daughter's wedding even if we hadn't quite finished the house in time um, wait how how long has this been since it, it's hard to tell i would say like the a year the not even i would say oh, okay. um because the baby is still a baby okay um so not a tough thing time okay. time gets confusing even more confusing we're like how much okay. time has passed i'm sure if i went and checked the books i could tell yeah but I would imagine it's striking me as though it's like summer out. Um, okay. So it, yeah, I would imagine it's been like, I don't know, six, seven months. Yeah. Okay. Cause I was going to say like building a cabin takes a lot of time. Oh, this is more than a cabin. Yeah. Like to quite honestly, it's, it's yeah. quite a step up from a cabin. Yeah. There are multiple like, those levels. Time, those take time to build. There's a spiral staircase. Oh, okay. <laughs> this took a lot of time to build then. Jamie's really upped his game. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, okay. and she was like, and Claire says, we were making our mark on the land, laying our foundations for the rest of our lives. Um, and so now we get a scene of Brie and Claire and they're in the big house in sort of the kitchen slash Claire's surgery area. Um, that doesn't seem sanitary, but okay. Um, but they're in there and we can see that like Brie has her wedding dress on and Claire's like doing the finishing touches. Um, and Claire's like, you know, that's not quite the white satin and orange blossom I had imagined, but she's like, no, but she's like, it's even more beautiful. And you know, they're being, you know, emotional wedding Mm -hmm. day stuff. 
Um, and Claire's like, you know, I didn't have my mother at either one of my weddings. Um, and I, she's like, I've dreamt of this day for so long, helping you into your dress, doing your hair. Um, that's sweet. And then Bree's like, mama, I'm here with you and the man I love. It could, it couldn't be any more perfect. And then Claire's like, okay, right. I better go see him where your father's gone to. It's almost time. And they look at each other and Claire's like overcome with emotion. She's like, my baby. And she goes up and like hugs her and everything. And then we so like cut- someone's going to die, right? Like <laughs> it's too happy at the right at the beginning. Like someone's, someone's dying. Cool. But um, that's going to happen. Yeah. Okay, good. We're all okay, on the cool. same page. <laughs> all right. Um, so now we see Jamie, he's in another part of the house. That's still okay. very, we can tell it's still very unfinished. Like there's still, um, there's still like lumber and like tools and stuff. So, but he's at another part of the house. Um, and he's sort of gathering the items for something old, something new, something borrowed, oh, something, something blue. blue. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we can see the something old that he has is his mother's pearls, which Claire had oh, given to Bree and she brought yeah. back. Um, the something new is the whiskey. <laughs> that he just <laughs> made. And he's like, Bleh. right, because he's made because they have a still, right? So they're making yes. whiskey. He's like, Bleh. and then he's like something borrowed and these little like blue flowers that he puts in her bouquet. And he's like, and something blue. And then Claire enters and you, or you can hear Claire being like, Jamie, Jamie. Um, Cause their house is so big now they have to <laughs> call for each other. That's cute. Um, and he's like in here and she enters and walks in. She's like, oh, wait till you see her. And then she sees the items that he's gathered. And she's like, oh, you've been busy. Um, and he's like, oh, I must do what I can for her while I have the chance. And he's like, oh, we've not had enough time with her. And Claire's like, well, it was going to happen one day. And we're giving her away to a man that loves her. And Jamie's like, oh, Blech. and she's Claire's like, what? You, what? Because Jamie makes a oh. And Claire's like, and Claire's like, what? You doubt his love. And Jamie's like, did he not doubt it himself? Yeah, exactly. Jamie, I'm with you. Um, and Claire's like, well, he's here now and he's he loves her. And Jamie's like, oh, well, maybe that's for what now. I fear. Yeah, for now. Jamie's like, well, maybe that's what I fear. I know what what love can make a man do gives you courage, but not the sense to go along with it. And no good love will do either of them any good if he gets himself killed. <laughs> and, and Claire's like, he's a scholar. I'm not sure his area of expertise covers the dangers of the Carolina wilderness. And Jamie's like, hmm, suppose no amount of time will prepare him. And Claire's like, well, perhaps not, but he has you to teach him. Um, <laughs> and Jamie's like, hmm. And they both kiss and they're like really cute. Um, and then she looks at him and then he's like, it's time. And Claire nods. She's like, yeah, it's time. It's um, time. So then Claire exits and we're now cut to Jamie's bringing all of the items and he goes and finds Brie in like the kitchen Claire surgery area. Okay. Um, and she, she, he's, she's like standing there and, you know, she sees all the stuff that he's brought and she's like, oh, you remembered. And he sees her in her wedding dress and you can see he's like bowled over by emotion for a moment. And then yeah. he's like, you know, he's like, um, you know, something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. Oh, and a silver sixpence for your shoe. Um, and he says from Murta. So I guess Murta oh. provided the sixpence. Um, so Brie puts What the heck does that mean? Is that for luck? Yeah, I think it's for luck. Oh, okay. Um, and then one of you is grumbling. I can hear you. Oh, Zozo. It's this Zozo bear. Zozo. Um, 
And then Bree's like, I am sorry that he couldn't be here today. And Jamie's like, as is he. Um, and then he's like, I'm is glad Murta you- locked up. No, he just can't be there. Oh, he's just it's, run away. It's he's way hiding. too, it's way too public of a, mm. like he's a fugitive effectively. Well, right? yeah. 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 And also, do we remember last season ended with Jamie being instructed to mount a militia and, yeah, and him find down? him? So can't very well have him show up at the wedding. That would be a little uh, yeah, that hard be to explain. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Um, so yeah. So then he's like, Oh, I'm really glad you brought these back with you, the pearls. And he so he puts the pearls on her and he's like, I hope that maybe you'd wear them one day. Um, and he's like, Oh, you look beautiful. And Jamie's like, Jamie's like, um, I did I don't imagine it's quite the wedding you dreamed of when you were a wee lass. And then Bree's like, not quite, but the best thing, I don't have to imagine you. Oh, Bree, that's sweet. That's sweet. Um, so clearly like they fully made up, like they really just like bypassed a lot of time. Like we never fully, like, you know, at the end of last season, like she said she forgave him to, but like, you didn't really believe it. Like she told Myrta, I've already forgiven him, but like, we never really saw a reconciliation between the two of them. Yeah. We just took that at face value. So I guess we're just filling in the blanks of, okay, they're good. They're cute. They're, you know, they're all good. Um, and Jamie's like, it's a blessing that you came to me, but having just gotten you back, must I give you away so soon? And she's like, duh, no matter where I am, I'll always be your wee girl. Um, and then, you know, he gives her a little kiss on the forehead. Um, and then he says, they do like a little toast of the whiskey. Okay. Um, and then he's like, are you ready, Alianen? Um, And she says, je suis play. Oh, cute right that is cute she's like i'm a fraser you yeah. know i'm still i might be be going by mackenzie after this day but i am i'm a fraser it's also people forget that technically jamie, jamie's a mackenzie well t- J- technically jamie and roger are related like well very, yeah like very distantly distant, very distantly multiple generations but the direct line that like because Dougal Dougal would be like his direct ancestor Mm -hmm. right he's like a great 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 uncle cousin be cousin oh yeah cousin because Dougal's his uncle be like a many generations removed cousin Cousin, like a fifth generation cousin many so I guess that's far enough removed Um, um incest I don't know. But I feel like that's another strike against but Roger. That's, See, but this that's, is why I doubly don't like him. But but then remember, it's weird how even though Brie was born in like the similar time where she's actually technically a little bit younger than him, she is closer in lineage to Dougal than Roger is, even though he's his direct ancestor. You know, because like Jamie's her direct father. Right. Yeah, but doesn't that mean that it's more incestual? Well, it no, it just no, it means it means that she's it means that there's many generations. Bit. It's so weird. There's many generations between, between their lineage, yeah, that's even weird. though they're in they're from the same time period. Yes, yeah. you know, she was conceived 202 years in the past. Yeah, like Dougal's only her great uncle. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Uncle, great uncle. Okay, yeah, got it right that time. Uncle. So there are many generations removed, cousin plus, yeah. Anyway, anyway, um, so uh, Bree takes Jamie's arm and they go start walking outside and there's like 
orchestral Uh-oh. music. And Uh-oh. They're going, Somebody's about to die. Someone's going. getting arrested. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. So then they go out. And Claire's outside waiting for them. And they're sort of at the top of this hill at the top of the house. And then it goes down this hill. And then you can see where the, you know, the everything's set up for the wedding and all the guests are watching or whatever. So they come out and they meet Claire and Claire, you know, says to her, like, you look radiant. And then all three of them sort of stand together and face the guests and all the guests turn. Oh, we scared me. Okay, puppers. It's okay. It's okay. The dogs are fighting. You're rumble. Okay, pups. Okay. Brittany just muted herself. We were doing great. We got like a good like 15 minute stretch there. And then the dogs get a little possessive of their toys and then they just kind of started going at each other. No. Oh, I know. Okay. So then then Jamie, Jamie is tied over here from the big bad wolf. Wolf. So then Jamie, Claire, and Bree are facing the their their guests and and Jamie, Jamie says, the Frasers of the Ridge are here. And all the all the guests are like, yeah, like cheering and everything. Um, and so then Claire walks down the stairs ahead and she starts walking down the aisle and she's like nodding at the guests and we can see all the different people that are, that are there. So we have like, you know, Fergus and Marsley are there up front and they yeah. have, although time that has passed Germain, their little baby now looks about four. So oh, yeah, that's confusing. Time he isn't... should be, he should only be like two. Maybe, yeah. So, I mean, maybe he, I'm bad at judging kids, but like this kid can walk and talk. Um, and then they have another baby. So clearly they've had another kid in, in this time. How does that work? It's just, okay. Don't ask. Right. Gonna, they have a, they're going to Roger, like Marsley and, 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 uh, Fergus just, they pop them out. They really like rabbits, man. Um, <laughs> why? How many kids do they end up with? Um, to be, to be discussed later. Um, but yeah, so they, that's secretive. So they have, so they have, uh, so Germain's like, you know, maybe three ish and then they have another little, they have another little baby. We see Lizzie there. Lizzie has Roger and Bree's baby, um, which I don't know when it's just, it's just casually said, like they don't make a big name, but his name is Jemmy. The baby's name Jemmy? is Jemmy. I don't St- like stands, that. stands for Jeremiah. I don't like it. So he's called Jemmy. I like it. I don't it. like it. Little Jem. Hey, Jemmy. But, but like a J. J-E-M-M-Y. I don't um, like it. And- it sounds like you're weirdly saying Jimmy. Hey, Jem. Hey, Jemmy. Um, and we can see like Joe Costa's there with Ulysses. John Quincy Myers is there. Um, we see um, Lord John Gray is there and like nods at Aww. nods at Claire. And then Claire, who does she see standing there? And she's kind of like, oh, is it Bonnet? No. Could you imagine the drama? No, but Governor Tryon's there in his red coat um. in the crowd. And Claire's like, you could tell Claire's like, oh, she takes a moment. She does a little smile, smile, nods at him, bows as she keeps walking up. Um, and then she gets to the altar and Roger's standing there and she goes up to him and she's like, it'll all be fine. Remember the two of you together can conquer the world. And um, and then Jamie walks down the aisle with Bree. He walks her down the aisle and they get to the front and he hands her off to Roger. And the preacher says the whole, you know, dearly beloved. This is not as fun as Marsley's wedding. <laughs> right. 
Also, why does why is it weird how many why are you being secretive about how many kids they have? Why is that a big issue? <laughs> Let's just say they have lots of kids and it it continues it across multiple seasons. Oh, okay. Lots of things. Um, but anyway, like as many as Jenny. How many did Jenny end up having? Oh, I don't know. I would have to sit and do an actual count. But um, yeah. So the preacher's like, dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Blah 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 blah. We see everybody in the crowd, um, the vows thing saying, you know, will you take this, blah, blah, blah. I do, I do, I will. Um, and so we know Roger's middle name is Jeremiah. Brianna's middle name is Ellen after her, after Jamie's mother. Um, Did I know that? You knew that Brianna's middle name is Ellen. Yeah, it had, it had come up in the past, Brianna Ellen. Um and then, because so basically Claire named her after both of his parents, parents right? Yeah, Brian okay, and Ellen. Sweet. I'm like, Claire, you didn't want to sh- put a little bit of your parents' names in there at all? Well, she didn't know them, though. Yeah, but I mean, she was five when they died. But, um, but yeah, so any, anywho, um, and so they're watching and then it gives us a shot of Jamie and Claire watching in the crowd. And Claire goes to him. She whispers, brave face, darling. <laughs> and, and then Jamie's like, tis brave as I can muster, given that it's not in Latin and conducted by a Catholic priest. Because um, obviously Jamie's, you know, very Catholic. Roger mm. is not. Um, and then, you know, the, pre- the preacher says like, they says their stuff. Oh, he says, who giveth this woman to be married by this man? And Jamie stands and says, I, I do. So, you know, he wasn't doing the whole, nope, yeah, <laughs> not happening. So then he says, I do. Um, and then it's this the whole, I, Roger Jeremiah, take thee, Brianna, to be my wife, sickness and health. They're going back and forth. Their vows back and forth um and we can see you know jamie's kind of just looking around he's looking over at fergus and marsley he's looking at roger and brie um you know just looking at his family right Mm -hmm. this is like a proud moment for him um and then as we get to the one part of the vows jamie and claire kind of look at each other and they both at the same time say the words as long as we both shall live to each other Uh, yeah um and we get a quick flashback of jamie and claire's wedding so it's kind of like, it's almost like bringing up memories, mm-hmm. uh, you know, of their wedding, um, which is sweet. But then also when you remember that, like that was <laughs> in the context, that wedding was arranged and Claire was like freaking out and on the verge yeah. of fainting the whole time. Now she can look at it with fondness, I guess. Um, but then, you know, crowd cheers. And so now the next scene is like the post-wedding celebration. You know, people are congratulating the Frasers like so you know, Brie, Roger, Claire are sort of standing there and everyone's like going up saying their congratulations. Um, and Jamie is there as well. And you can see Lord John Gray is there. And then Tryon, Governor Tryon walks up and is like, you know, heartfelt congratulations. And Jamie's like, oh, it, so they didn't know that Tryon was going to be there. So okay. then Jamie's like, if I had known that you were coming, we might have been better prepared to accommodate you offered a chamber in the house. And Tryon's like, oh, no, attentions are where they should be today. In fact, his majesty has equipped me with pavilion tents to rival some of the best houses in the province. Um, And Jamie's like, "Um, you know, with with my house unfinished, I'm relieved to hear it. Um, So then Tryon's like, come. So signaling to Jamie, let's go for a walk. And Jamie looks at Claire and they have a Uh intense look on their face. And they're like, okay. 
Um, so they go and they walk and Tryon's like ceremony fit for a prince um, in the days of yore. I expect you'll be planning a hunt in celebration. And Jamie's like, the groom's not much for hunting. <laughs> and Tryon's like, <laughs> Tryon's like, oh. And then Jamie's like, he sings like a bird, but not one for shooting them. <laughs> um, and then Tryon's like, oh, well, um, I have a man with me, Lieutenant Knox. Well, it's a platoon to be precise. And Jamie's like, oh, well, hope your men enjoy themselves. And then Tryon's like, well, it's business that brings him here. Not pleasure, unfortunately. And Jamie's like, here? To the back country, you mean? Um, and Tryon's like, all manner of things can grow from shallow soil, as you've uh, um, intimated in your letters. And uh, there certainly seems to be an abundance of that out here, enough to keep a good number of men busy, including myself. But I, but I ask you, is the man who delays pay paying his landlord more or less of a thief than, say, the letter writer who is parsimonious with his words? And Jamie's like, well, when I write, Your Excellency, I am providing simple facts. And Tryon's like, but I can't help but feel myself self robbed of the satisfaction of seeing one particular story being brought to its conclusion. Your dispatches have kept me enthralled these past, past few months, but a few too many twists and turns for my taste. Um, you know, I like to see a villain get his comeuppance. And there's like awkward foreboding music. And then he's like, but I'm keeping you from your guests. So we're like, okay. So Jamie goes back. We see the kids playing. Everyone's running around playing. And then we see, we see Germain, Germain, Germain. <laughs> so we see Germain, which is um, Fergus. Fergus is little yeah. one. Yeah. So we see Germain um, running and he, and he runs up to Roger and he's like, congratulations, uncle Roger. And Roger's Cute. like, oh, look at you. And he picks him up and he like roughs his hair. And Germain goes, don't touch my hair. And Roger's like, Germain, you wee dap thing. Why not? And then Germain goes, Grandpair says you have ticks. And Roger's like, ticks? And Germain's like, we. Oui. He says, all Presbyterians have hair ticks. <laughs> 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 and then Roger's like, right, off you go, go play. And he, <laughs> and he puts them down. Um, so now, so now we, um, so now the next scene, so it's Roger and Brie are cutting the cake and Jamie's doing a, a, a toast like to the bride and groom, Slajava. Um, and then as they're cutting, Roger and Brie are like, like, like quietly talking to each other. So like other people can't hear them. And Roger's like, so your father thinks I'm a heretic. And then she's like, oh, it's not just you. He thinks all Presbyterians are. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, not prejudice against just you. Just you. And then he's like, he just can't forgive me for not coming back to you right away. He's like, ah, but some of us like to think before we act. And then Bree's like, well, you did come back and that's all that matters. And Roger's like, well, tell him that. And then, he uh, like, yeah, I don't, I agree with Jamie on this. And then, and then uh, he shoves like a piece of cake in Bree's mouth and they're like laughing. And she's like, you know, in my America, it's tradition for the bride and groom to feed one another a little bit of wedding cake. And he's like, oh, good. I wish you told me th first. I thought you were just um, trying to shut me up for a minute. And then she's like, but a wife should never dare contradict her husband. Um, and then they laugh. He shoves some more cake in her mouth. They're like, thanks, thanks. And then Ulysses and Jocasta walk up. Um, and Ulysses is like, here we are, mistress, the happy couple, Mr. and Mistress Mackenzie. And Jocasta's like, congratulations, wed at last. <laughs> and Bree's like, thank you. 
uh, and Jocasta's like, I wondered if your husband would be so good as to speak with me in my pavilion before I leave. Not just a tent. She's got a whole damn pavilion. She's going to try and get them to take over River Run. Well, she said that I think we found out last season that she said she was going to leave it to Brie after Jamie, after Jamie said like, no. And then he, she found out that. Oh, did we? I don't Jamie had that. a child. Yeah, I think. I think it had she said at some point when Brie was staying with her that well, she was probably gonna... was just too mad about everything else to have yeah. remembered that well I mean and it makes sense because she has no children of her own she yeah. wanted to okay. give it to Jamie to take so over give it to Jamie's child he yeah. said no his him and Claire like we're not gonna own slaves but then yeah so you know they'll pass it on to Jamie and Claire's daughter um but yeah so um Roger's like oh yeah of course and she's like I look forward to it enjoy the dancing and Roger's like and so then they leave and Roger's like well at least your aunt likes me um and Bree's like well you do look dashing and then he's like oh as I'm sure you've told yeah. her yeah get there's a lot of that brace yourself my friend there's a lot of Roger that's their name Roger. I like Bree and Roger Bree and Roger Roger um it's an awful ship name and then oh and then they're laughing and he's like she for one can't see that i have cake all over my face and they're laughing and ha ha and then he's like maybe when we go back we can do this all over again and i'll be a little mm. more prepared and brie like has like a look on her face like she's startled by that and like taking it aback so just they didn't ha- they didn't even talk about oh my god roger it seemed like she was <sighs> surprised by that i don't get the vibe that brie wants to go back at least right now I mean, maybe you should have talked about that. She has, I mean, she has her mother, she has her father, she has, you know, cousins and aunt. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, so now it's nighttime. There's still dancing going around. Okay. So now there's a whole group of people that have decided to do a drinking game. And in this, in this group of people, we have John Quincy Myers (laughs) is like like leading Leading the whole thing. And then there's some new characters. So there's this character named Isaiah Morton, which is one of the young men that's, you know, going to serve Jamie. Um, There's uh, our Ronnie Sinclair, who's settled on the bridge, who we learned was one of the men from Ardsmere. Um, So he's pretty loyal to Jamie. Fergus and Marsley are there. We see Lord John Gray chilling in the corner. Everyone's having a good time. Lots of drinks are being drank. Drunk. Yeah. Lots of drinks are being drunk. Yeah, drinked Are being drunkeded. <laughs> yep, there we go. That's there English, right there. There we go. Um, so then uh, uh, Myers is like, my throat's drying out. Who's next? And the crowd's like, ooh, ah. And then they pick Ronnie Sinclair and he's like, oh, come on. And then, so basically we get it, the, the we are getting the sense that the game is that they have to go into the middle of the circle, say a tongue twister. And if they mess up, they have to drink. Okay. That's how this is going. So this is, so it comes out, Ronnie Sinclair's like, I slid a sheet, a sleet sheet. I shit. Nope. <laughs> and everyone's like, ah, ha, 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 drink, drink. And they're like, who's up next? And this character that we're newly introduced to named Isaiah Morton. I'm like, come on, Morton time waits for no man. And he tries to do Peter Piper picked a peck of pipple peppers. Blah, and then I think maybe he gets it. Actually, he he gets it. And they're like, ah, cheers, Slaja. And then he decides to pick Fergus. And everyone's like, oh. 
So then Fergus goes into the middle and is like, Peter Pecker plucked a pluck of, <laughs> he just fully just messes up so hard. All of the puppies. So he just messes up so hard. And so when you mess up, Myers is like, forfeit, forfeit. Come on, you got a drink. You got a drink. So then uh, Fergus, Fergus has to have some drinks. Fergus has some drinks. Um, and then, and then Marsley's watching and she's like, she's like, ah, oh, you would have had more luck in French, my love. Oh. <laughs> it's true. English is a second language. Yeah, that'd know? be so hard. I can barely speak English. I couldn't imagine being drunk, trying to do a, to- tongue, a tongue, tongue twister, twister in a different language. Right. People that are bilingual are so impressive. Impressive, right? So then. So then he's like, all right. So then he decides to pick Marsley to go next. And everyone's like, ooh. And she's like, all right, all right. And so she gets into the middle and perfectly is like, Peter Piper picked a peck of pickle peppers. And everyone's like, oh. <laughs> and then John Quincy Myers is like, quickly, think of another mistress, Fraser. Um, if you don't, I'll see fit and go face a forfeit. And she's like, no, no, oh, my mind is blank. They're like, come on, come on. And she's like, oh, okay, oh, heavens. Okay, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, all right. And then she thinks of one and then she's like, well, she's maybe a wee bit vulgar for a lady, but, and then she stands there and she's like, does like the sign of the cross and is like, may the Lord forgive me. Um, Let's see if I can say this. Okay. Without effing it up. But she says, <laughs> she says, there was an old pheasant and he's not too pleasant. And though I'm not a pheasant plucker, oh, I'll be plucking pheasants till the pheasant plucking's done. And she says it really fast. And when she gets the end, she's like, so the, so the pheasant plucking's done. Ooh. And everyone's like cheering so loud. And everyone's like, yay. Cause you can just have pheasant plucking. You know, what word is just waiting to come out with that. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mess up? <laughs> um, also, did you know what I just found out today? What? Lee, a friend of podcast for messaging. And I found out what, fuck actually means i didn't know it actually meant it stood for something it was like for unlawful carnal knowledge and i was like wow that's Allow weird me to google that more but i was like what that's why i didn't i was today no. year old today years old i never even thought that that would have a meaning beyond i didn't think it meant anything meaning. no I thought it was just like a curse word. Did you know that laser actually stands for something? It's an acronym. No. Where it's like light amplification something. I'm not going to say the whole thing, but it actually stands for something. Anyway, so then um, she chooses Lord John Gray and everyone's like, oh, and John and everyone's like, okay, your majesty, (laughs) 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 sir, the Brit. Um, and he walks in, he goes, uh, some Shakespeare, everyone, any, anyone. And everyone's like, what? And then Myers is like, forfeit, please. <laughs> <laughs> and then they all laugh. So then he has to drink. They're like, go on, drink, drink. So then he has to drink and everybody's laughing and Roger and Brie are dancing. And now the next scene, everyone's doing a dance and they're doing the whole Roger and Brie. They do, they're doing the archways with their hand and Roger okay. and Brie has to go under yeah. and they're doing the whole thing. And then they're dancing and Roger's like, it's always exhausting no matter what century you're in. Um, and then he's like, a wise man once said, no, no one dances sober unless he's insane. Um, and then uh, they go to walk over the side and Roger's like, let's go get a drink. And then Lizzie comes up and is like, mistress, might I? Um, asking, you know, if Roger could go for a dance. And she's like, of course. So then Roger and Lizzie go dance. Um, and 
um, Brie walks over and Claire's kind of sitting over at the side and she's sitting next to Jemmy. So she's sort of watching over mm. the baby while they're out, like doing her thing, their thing. And then so she walks over to Claire and she's like, Grandma Claire. Claire. Grandma Claire. <laughs> um, Grandmama. Oh, that's so funny. No, um, Germain, Germain starts calling. He Germain calls Jamie Grandpere and calls oh, Claire Grandmare. Oh, so French. I like it. Grandmare. Um, and then, um, yeah, so Claire's watching the baby and then, you know, Brie comes over and she's like, should we teach Jemmy how to do the mashed potato? And she starts doing like the dance moves. She's like, or the <laughs> twist. Um, and Claire laughs. And then Claire's like, anyone watching you, they'll think you've gone stark raving mad. And she's like, well, all brides are allowed to be a little crazy on their wedding day. And then they laugh and Brie's like, you know, it's not very easy with this music, but you know who I'd, I'd love to see giving it a go. And then they started laughing and Claire's like, I don't think you'd get a mashed potato out of your father. Um, and, <laughs> and Brie's like, well, let's see about that. And so Claire's like, well, good luck. So she, off Brie goes to try to find Jamie to make him dance the mashed potato <laughs> or the twist. And then we can see, we get a shot. We can see that Jamie and Lord John Gray are walking sort of around the grounds and talking. And Jamie's like, oh, Willie's well then. And, and lord john is like oh yes he'd be dancing with joy unconfined if he were here there's never a dull moment or any rest when youth and pleasure meet and i'm like oh that feels weird yeah um and then um and he says and both fair youth and pleasure are to be found in england at the moment so we get the sense okay willie's Uh. willie's in england um and jamie's like ah i'm always glad to hear of your news john and then Lord John says, and I endeavor to bring you only glad tidings, but in your letters, you asked me to, un- to undertake something for you. And then he goes to like pour himself a drink and he's like, do you want one? And Jamie's like, do I need one? <laughs> like, what are you about to tell me? And he's like, I'm afraid I have some shocking news. Um, and he's like, there have been sightings of Bonnet in the province. Um. So like, Brittany, you were right. And Jamie's like, Bonnet. And then knew he what makes dead. this extra fun is they're standing over by a carriage and who in their search to go make jamie dance has found him and overheard this news brie but brie so brie hears overhears this she's like lurking and she hears this and grace lord john gray is like i should have made certain i don't know why i didn't i assumed he perished in the rubble i'm like well you were also like probably trying to not get caught from the redcoats as you were like walking away from the scene of the crime um well, I called it. So you guys suck at murder. So, you know, you should have asked Claire. <laughs> right. Um, and then Jamie's like, that bastard has an ungodly way of escaping death. Maybe hell's too good for Stephen Bonnet and the devil will not let him in. And then, uh, yeah, Bree's struggling here. Bree's in this mm-hmm. moment. She's having some flashbacks. It's it's rough. So she walks back over to Claire. And then Claire's like, well, did he put Elvis to shame? And she's like, oh, I uh, couldn't find him. And she looks at her and she's like, are you all right, darling? Um, and Bree's like, yeah, yeah, I was Bree, just- keeping secrets doesn't help. Um, and she's we like- did this last time. Right. And she, she's like, yeah. Um, she's like, I was just thinking it's a shame cameras don't exist yet. Um, and Claire's like, well, it's been a day to remember, Mrs. McKenzie, even if we don't have any photographs. And then Bree's like, you know- daddy wouldn't have been wouldn't have been in them even if we were in our own time um and claire's like but frank would have been so proud of you and he would be delighted that you're marrying an oxford man and they both like laugh and chuckle 
And Claire's like, we used to joke living in Boston that you'd end up with a Chad or a chip. (laughs) (laughs) And um, Bree's like, well, I have a Roger and a Mackenzie to boot. And they both laugh. And then Roger comes up and Roger's like, would one of you lovely ladies like to cut a rug? And they both laugh. And Bree looks, Bree looks at Claire and like gives her a nod. And Claire's like, ah, well, don't mind if I do. So Roger and Claire go over and they dance a little bit. And Jane Bree is holding Jemmy like so we can she's mm. she's rattled um, and a plus to this baby because just in the perfect moment, he's like patting her back. Oh, <laughs> like, well done, baby actor. I don't this baby can't be more than like eight months. Like that's cute. Um, Okay, so now we cut to it's still nighttime and we basically can see someone traipsing through the woods with a cane. So Ulysses has guided Jocasta out to this the shed thing that the shed thing that, you know, that like um, they used to they slept in. It kind of mm-hmm. looks like the thing they slept in before they even made their cabin. And then, after, yeah. you know, Lizzie that structure, and were using it. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of yeah. looks like maybe that structure. But so Jocasta's guided in there and Ulysses leaves and Jocasta's like, you missed a beautiful ceremony. And then we see who's in there waiting for her. Wolf. Myrta. Oh, she's gone out to like sneakily meet him. And Myrta's like, I, but I did catch a glimpse from afar. So he was there. He was watching. He was like (laughs) hiding in the woods. Sneaky sneaks. Sneaky sneaks. And he's like, though, was that a red coat I saw? And Jocasta's like, Governor Tryon. And he's like, hmm, okay. Um, and then he's like, well, what took you so long? And she's like, oh, well, I'm not in the habit of traipsing out to a shed to meet my acquaintances. And he's like, who said it was a shed? She's like, perhaps I made a hasty judgment, being too generous. The sounds of twigs snapping and mud squelching underfoot. Well, it would suggest something a wee bit rustic. <laughs> Um, and he's like, well, think of it as an enchanting woodland palace built by the kindly wood nymphs that live hereabouts. And they laugh. Um, and she's like, what would that make you? The fairy king? Really weird exchange. <laughs> yeah, this is it, this is odd. Honestly, it's the actors. Do I, was it just, okay, I was just I was just going with it. I was like, sure, sure. <laughs> they pull it off and they say it in their wistful, funny Scottish accents. It does not sound the same coming from me. Um, okay, so now we cut to the party still going on outside, but Jamie and Claire are in their bedroom. What you're going to notice as we go through the season is Jamie and Claire's bedroom keeps changing locations in the house. Like it kind of moves as different parts of the house get are getting complete. Like we get the sense that like this isn't going to be their final bedroom, but their bedroom oh, okay. isn't completed. So where they are, I think will become maybe the front living room. And then it moved like, so they, you know, as, and as someone who's currently been going through renovations for a while, I get it. Shit just yep. moves, man. You, <laughs> you just, just you go with it. You make it up. <laughs> you move things around, you know, um, our kitchen at one point became over top of where our washer and dryer were like, that's where we were, you know, it just happens. Um, but yeah, so they're in their bedroom. Um, so they're watching Jemmy for the night so that Brie and Roger can, you know, have a wedding night and everything. (laughs) So, um, so they're like getting ready for bed. Claire's like braiding her hair, whatever. Jamie is holding Jemmy looking out the window and Claire's like, Claire's like, so your dispatches aren't satisfactory any longer. Um, well, Tryon certainly isn't subtle for a politician. And Jamie's like, I, when it comes to politics, Sassanac, there's not much difference between making the right friends and the right enemies. I'd rather keep Tryon as a friend. And Claire's like, well, there's nothing we can do about it tonight. Let's get some sleep. 
It won't be long before we're woken by the loud wailings of a certain baby boy. Um, and then the baby starts crying as Jamie's holding him. And he's like, loud wailings, huh? And he chuckles and he's like, like father, like son. And Claire's like, Jamie. <laughs> and then and then she's like, here. And she picks up a toy and they walk over into sort of the room connected where the crib, where his little crib is going to be. And they're like, here. And they give him the toy. And he's like, hush there, wee laddie. Um, okay. So now we're cut. We're in, we're in Roger and Bree's cabin. They're getting ready for bed. They have a drink. Things are happening. And then we can tell Bree, Bree's still, her mind is elsewhere right now too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Roger tells her to sit down. He busts out the guitar and we have a oh, montage no. of him singing. So he's singing that song like L is for the way you look no! at me. So we get a whole montage now of the montage consists of, you know, looking at people out uh, outside in the celebration. So we see Mr. and Mrs. Bug, who we'll get to know a little bit more this season. They're an older couple. They've kind of been hired Mr. on. Mr. and Mrs. Bug? Their last name is Bug. That is so unfortunate. Who did that to them? Who That's did mean. Diana. Um, That's really unfortunate. I can't, suddenly I can't remember her name, but his name, his, his name is Arch. Arch Bug. Arch Bug? That is just I'm assuming that's going to be short for Archibald. I don't know. But um, just that's just unfortunate. But so they're out there dancing and being cute. And we see um, we see we get shots of Myrta and Jocasta in their little woodland forest cabin doing it. Being nymphs. Being nymphs. Oh, they're being like naked wood nymphs. All right. Being naked wood nymphs. Um, We see it on. We see Fergus (laughs) and Marsley out there having fun dancing. I don't know who's watching their kids, but they're having fun. And then as that's happening happening marshmallow takes fergus's hand and places it on her stomach and looks she's at pregnant him. again <laughs> so this will be they are like rabbits i told you baby number three it's not good for um, your pelvic floor marshmallow and so we get to take some time in between take some time in be- i know those right? muscles heal you, they need time girl time yeah. the baby that they have looks maybe no more than five months old six months i don't Jeez. know guys and germain's like three like um it's like Claire told you how to use birth control. What's yeah, happening? Um, take a, take and, a break. Take a year off. To take some, and then we also, and then of course we get, you know, in that montage we get some moments with Jamie and Claire, and you know, they're trying to undress. She's trying to pull his boots off, and she's like telling him, she's like, shh, so that they don't wake <laughs> up the baby. And at the same time, I'm like, lols, Claire, you're always the loud one, though. Come on, <laughs> like, let's be real. Don't shush him. You're the loud one. Um, and then, you know, we we have some Jamie and Claire sexy time. Um, and and baby crying <laughs> in the other room. Um, but yeah. Oh, and before that, we had them standing over Jemmy's crib, like watching him sleep oh, and they give each cute. other a kiss, right? It's a moment they never got with Brie together. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. So it's cute that they get to have this moment with their grandchild and then also be like okay, you sleep. We're going to go do it in the other room. Okay. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> it's funny. Cause I guess the panel after the premiere for this, when they did the Q and a it's on YouTube somewhere. Um, 
Katrina was saying how originally in the script, they had the baby in the same room when they were doing it. (laughs) And she was like, that's just weird. Yeah, that is weird. So like they, they argued to have the baby in like an adjoining room, just like outside a little bit. Yeah. Cause it's a little bit, that's a little weird. They're like, that's just weird. Um, Although some of my friends who have kids are like, well, you have I mean, to sometimes you got to do what you got to do exactly but they're like you're not on a television show yeah. or the grandparents you could be sure. a little they're like you know sometimes you do what you got to do when the kids are little you just get they don't remember in. but still yeah. I don't want to I don't need it to, to see it <laughs> I'd like to oh pretend that that never happened that, that never happened, around right? me <laughs> so true you're like what it never even happened when I was in the house what are you talking nope. about nope <laughs> you're like nope my parents never what never ever <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, okay. So then, and yeah, and then, you know, Brie and Roger are doing their thing. And then after they're done, you know, he's fallen asleep and she's still awake and just not doing good, not doing good. Um, poor Brie. And, uh, okay. Now the next scene. So now it is the morning time and we're with Joe Casta and Myrta and they're talking the shit. Yeah, they stayed out there. There's like a bed. There's a whole bed. Um, And then so she's like, where are we now in the cold light of day? And he's like, "Mm?" and she's like, your mind's not here in this enchanted woodland palace. And he's like, I and he's like, you know, in another lifetime, you and I might have had more time, perhaps if I was a different man. But it's because I know what life is. And he's like, you cannot change a man. You can only change his circumstance. And then Jocasta is like, well, my circumstances may soon be about to change. Duncan Innes has proposed marriage and he's like Innes and she's like I and he's like huh well Jamie and I we knew him from Ardsmere I'd heard he'd settle in North Carolina he's like what did you say to him and then Jocasta's like she like grabs his hand and she's like I have yet to give him my answer kind of like are you you giving (laughs) and then he's like pauses and he's like I'll no stand in the your way of I'll no stand in the way of your happiness, and you can tell like that's definitely like not the answer she was yeah, hoping she for. Wanted and, you to fight for her, you yeah, dodo man, you dodo man. And so then she kind of like hmm, so that that's awkward. So now the oh, next, Marta, you're an idiot. <laughs> It's like remember back when, on like, the roof. Remember when like eleven year old Fergus like schooled him in the yeah. ways of women when they were in yeah. Paris. He hasn't really hasn't learned anything like silly. Come on, man. Um, and then he wasn't asking your permission. You dodo head. <laughs> um, he was trying I, to hint, hint you to do hint, something. Hint, nudge, nudge. Um, so now the next scene is, I wish I could describe it, but the house ha- is designed that there's, I guess it's what's called a breezeway in between okay. so it I almost want to call it like an alley like open so it's open-ended there's no doors on mm-hmm. either side but it's okay. like covered by the roof right and sort of I think it's what sort of connects Claire's what sort of connects like the kitchen area and Claire's surgery to then sort of the rest of the house okay um but in that breezeway we can see there's like a long lineup of people and some of them are coughing and da-da. so it's like you know, Dr. Claire medicine woman, right. You know, that's what she does. Mm-hmm. She's the, she's the physician on the ridge now. So there's a whole lineup of people waiting to, to see her. Um, and we have little miss Lizzie sitting there in line, knitting something, talking to this young, this young guy who we mm-hmm. will learn his name is Josiah. Um, 
but she's like so what kind of creatures do you hunt and he's like uh whatever i can find a bear beaver fox hare if you can catch him you won't get much from though stag fucking doe and then she's like she's like not she's looking at him but like not really paying attention and she's he's like uh sure i'm not boring you miss miss and she's like lizzie weems you're like settle down lizzie settle (laughs) down right um and and then and then jamie and then jamie comes out of the surgery into the hallway with a eating an apple so random he's just like eating an apple and he steps out and he's like um and he's like ah josiah the hunter and josiah's like oh yes mr 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 fraser sir um he's like we we was we was only talking of skin uh of a skins and pelts i mean <laughs> like okay you two chill the fuck what out. is going on <laughs> they're both there's vibes between them already and they're being real awkward and weird about it <laughs> um and then you can hear and then you can hear claire from in the room being like next patient <laughs> and then jamie's like ah you have a talent for hunting couldn't do better myself i was hoping you'd consider settling here on the ridge um thought per thought perhaps it'd be unwise to leave such a charming lad or no he goes though perhaps it might be unwise to leave such a charming lad among the women folk and josiah's like oh i've got more on my mind than kissing and and what have you mr fraser sir <laughs> and he's like and then he's like this boy is real awkward <laughs> and he's like my throat hurts real bad which hence why he's waiting there. outside okay. claire's door um Okay, so now we are. Jocasta is like sitting outside her pavilion um, with her little parasol thingy. Um, And Ulysses has clearly caught some chickens or some shit. He's like, these look healthy, mistress. And um, Roger walks up and Ulysses is like, oh, Mr. McKenzie is here. And Roger's like, oh, choosing your breakfast, Mistress Cameron. And she's like, oh, I... Tis the cock that crows, but the hens that lay the eggs. I mean, true. I guess. Um, That's a weird response, but sure. Okay. And then then she's like, (laughs) oh, and then she says, a married man you are now. Come home to roost. Will you join me, Mr. McKenzie? So he sits down beside her. And then she's like, did my niece tell you that I meant to make her heiress to my property? And Roger's like, aye, she did. I'm sure my um, wife is most conscious of your honor, Mistress Cameron, but, uh, and then Jocasta is like, is she? I shouldn't have thought so to hear her talk. Um, well, you know her mind better than I do, but that is it may. I mean to tell her that I've changed my own mind. And Roger's like, oh, well, I'm sure she'll, and Jocasta is like, I told Ger- Gerald Forbes to draw up a will, leaving River One and all its contents to Jeremiah. Um, and Roger's like, to what? To wee Jemmy? So to to the oh, little to, one. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because that's his full they call him Jemmy, but his name's Jeremiah. Yeah. Um, which is weird because literally no one calls him Jeremiah. It's Jemmy. <laughs> um, and then um Jocasta's like, you'll doubtless ken that a woman's property becomes her husband once she's wed. And I ken also that Protestants are partial to divorce. <laughs> <laughs> and chuckles and then she says i thought if you cannot love the lad for himself you might treat him well for the sake of his prospects and roger's oh. like and roger's like are you saying are you think i don't believe that he's my son and she's like i didn't say as much and he's like and he's like oh you've said a great deal 
and what you've not said speaks louder than what you have. How oh, dare good you imply Lord. such? He's like, how dare you imply such things? God, he is so dramatic. Um, well, she's basically insinuating that he he's might turn monkey. He doesn't he care about the okay. kid, and he'll. But stay he also with the kid. almost did leave, and he kind of doesn't. <laughs> Okay. She's got some points. Okay. <laughs> but, um, and then she's like, I offer you my apology, Mr. McKenzie, but it's only to be understood that a man might not feel so kindly towards a man, his towards a man, towards a bairn, his wife has born to another, but, but if, and he's like, that's enough. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, I may not have any property or money, but I have time and I will give it all to Brianna and Jeremiah. Let me put this very plainly. I do not want your money. My wife does not want your money and my son will not have it. Cram it up your hole. I, and then he storms off. God, he's a lot. <laughs> and then Ulysses starts chuckling and walks up to her and goes, as you hoped mistress. And she smirks and she's like, even better. Like this bitch was testing him. Oh, that's sneaky. It was a test. Right. So he reacted the way that she would have hoped. Um, and so now we are in Claire's surgery, and it's Claire's taking a look at Joe at um Josiah's throat, and Jamie's there. She's like, Okay, open your mouth, stick your tongue out. And then so she's looking, she's like, "Mm, abscess tonsils. She's like, I can remove them, it'll hurt, but it'll be better in the long run. And Josiah's like, you can do that. And she's like, yes, though. I wish I had different medicine and equipment. And he looks at like her tray of scary tools. And he's like, that's not it. Is it? Cause if it is, I'm feeling better already. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, no, 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 don't, don't worry. And we don't have to take them out now. And so Jamie's standing there watching and he's like, if Claire does this for you, lad, you'll settle at the Ridge, do the hunting when I'm away. Um, and Claire's like, we'd be happy to help you. And then Josiah's like, Thank you. And then he leaves. And Josiah's young. Okay. He's a teenager for sure. Um, and then so he leaves. And then once he's gone, Claire says to Jamie, that brand on his hand, I'm guessing that T stands for thief. And then Jamie's like, Well, who's not stolen something in his time? <laughs> um, the lads brought in a great many deer and beaver skins. Certainly doesn't sing for his supper. <laughs> Just another dig. Just another fucking dig he's not letting it go um and claire's like hmm and then um jamie's like yeah yeah i'll leave you to your patience and he's like to wage war with your wee invisible beasties and claire's like (laughs) bacteria (laughs) and she's like like, jesus jamie and she's like it certainly does feel like a war and then he opens the door and sees all the people in line and people are coughing he's like well then you must find yourself a lieutenant and bows and leaves. And she's like, right next patient. <laughs> um, and so then Jamie's exiting the house and we see Tryon is kind of right there to intercept him. And he's like, Oh, your excellency. Um, and Tryon has this guy standing next to him who we learn is this, this Lieutenant Knox that he had brought with him with okay. a platoon. Um right. And Tryon's like, glad to see you up early, Colonel Fraser. Um, Early bird and all that. Still, I suppose it's a kind of worm you will be catching. And he's like, I beg your pardon, sir. And he's like, well, out of respect for your daughter's wedding, I deferred speaking of this until today. Your endeavors to cultivate the king's land have been admirable. But the time has come for you to fulfill your oath, both to the crown and to me, your benefactor. Time for that hunt, Colonel Fraser. Gather your men. I want Murta Fitzgibbons and his insurgents brought to justice. 
be it by rope or ball. It matters not to me one bit, but I want his body hanging in Newburn as a warning to all. This matter is beyond the province now. The people are mindful of the outcome. And Jamie's like, I. Um, and then Tryon's like, Lieutenant Knox and his men will remain to assist you. I must show my face to the local sheriffs, reassure them that their governor is taking appropriate measures to eradicate this, this regulator pestilence. Um, the indignities and insults to his majesty's government must end. Um, chose you for this task because you, you know these Scots, because you are one. Um, do not disappoint me, Colonel. And then Jamie bows and Tryon leaves. So hey, we guys that Jamie has very much been like trying to stall and like da da. And yeah, he's like he's at out of time. Uh, 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 let's go. Um, is one of the doggos whining? Yep, that's blue. Okay. I can hear it. I'm just hearing this like yep. it crying. Yep. Me. Yep. Um, and so then Knox says, um, you know, we should prepare to leave within a week. Will that give you enough time to put your affairs in order? And Jamie's like, I try and leaves. Knox walks away and Jamie is got a stressed looking face. Like, mm, okay, this isn't fun. No. Um, okay. So now uh, Bree is in the cabin with Jemmy. The baby's crying. Roger walks in all pissed off and in a tizzy. And she's like, what's up? And he's like, you know, yesterday was a celebration of our love for one another, but today and every day from now on, it's us. And Bree's like the three of us. And he's like, I, and then he does this, like, I'm assuming it's a Scottish Highland thing where he cuts his hand and puts a little bit of the blood on the baby's forehead. Um, and he says, this is it's something. I yeah. And he's like, this is something I should have done a long time ago. Jeremiah Alex. So this is where we find his full name. So the, his full name is Jeremiah Alexander Ian Fraser McKenzie. Like it. Okay. Names. Um, you know what? I'm bad. I, I don't mind Jeremiah. It's the Jemmy part. I, don't I love Jemmy. Why wouldn't you call him Jer? I don't know. Jeremiah. Jemmy. Jem. I don't know. But he says, you are the blood of my blood, bone of my bone. I claim thee as my son before all men from this day forever. So there's that. Okay. So now we're back with Claire. Jamie returns, walks into her surgery and Claire's like, Oh, where have you been? And Jamie sighs and she looks at him and she's like, what's the matter? And he's like, Tryon is leaving a troop to aid me in the hunt. We leave in a week. And Claire sighs and she's like, oh. so she walks up and she hugs him. She's also got a little bit of a worried look on her face. She's like, well, this is a pickle. Um, and she says, and if you refuse to hunt Myrta, then Tryon takes back our land. Um, and Jamie's like, yes, he'll bound, he'll brand me a traitor. I signed an oath to the crown. And Claire's like, please try and would renege on his oath to you the moment it suited him or if he could profit off of it. And he's like, I, when this war you tell me about eventually comes, well, then I'll reconsider my vow. But I didn't have the luxury of that now because of our family, our tenants. If there is a war, I need to ensure the men of the Ridge are loyal to me, not to try on. Um, and Claire's like, the men of the Ridge would do anything for you. And then she has a thought. And then she goes, Roger. And Jamie's like, if I call up a militia, he'll be expecting to fight, being of fit and age. And she's like, he's not ready for that. Can't you keep him out of it? And so then he starts walking away. And she's like, she's like, where, like, where are you going? And then he's like, if Tryon wants a Scott, I'll give him a Scott. So then we get a scene of Jamie's pulled out this like trunk. And within the trunk, we can see his tartan and his dirk. So 
like okay. we get this sense that this has very much been tucked away for decades because yeah. remember after Culloden tartan the wearing of tartan was outlawed right yeah, yeah right yeah. all illegal. that kind of stuff yeah. so it seems like he's had it and he's kept it um I'm like and so part of me is like did you have the forethought to have it with you when you were sailing to Jamaica or when you landed did you have Jenny send it over in the meantime well, yeah, whatever yeah, oh, don't ask questions don't ask. it made okay. it there it made it there don't um, oh, hey poppers we were doing so well doing not something he should they're rebelling they're rebelling oh no <laughs> the rebels we were doing so well we're almost done we only have a few more pages to go so we've almost hang in there guys just hang in there okay oh hello so so hi um so yeah so he's there and we we get this like really cool um gallic music that almost sounds like it it was coming from some of the montages when they were training for culloden oh okay yeah back in yeah yeah back in season two prince what's a face yeah bonnie Bonnie prince Prince, bonnie prince charlie charles yeah charlie bonnie prince charlie um so yeah so he you know he you know he he looks at this and then we get a shot claire is like sitting at the table writing something and she looks up and in the doorway she sees jamie standing there and jamie's wearing his his kilt his full kilt with it up and with his dirk and she looks at him and she's like because she probably has not seen him wear his tartan since she said goodbye to him at the stones right because yeah that's wild right so she hasn't so she's like oh ooh. so then he walks up to her and they look at each other and give each other a nod and he sort of walks then he walks outside and so it's it's now it's now dark he walks outside and there is a like wooden wicker cross that's been like whittled that's like standing um that they've had there oh the squeaker toys great so he has it standing there and he take and he takes like a um a torch and like sets that on fire and the 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 men of the ridge gather around everyone that's gathered round is now watching him Mm. and so then jamie's so jamie's like full-on showing mode here too and oh they found the squeaker toy oh yeah good times so then Jamie says in the highlands, when a chieftain sets himself to war, he'll burn the fiery cross, sending a sign throughout the lands of his clan. It was a call for his men to gather their weapons, come prepared for battle. We are friends, neighbors, countrymen, but we are not a clan. I am not your chief, but I hope that if the time comes, you will stand by my side. We cannot say what might befall us, but we must only be willing to make to make oaths to our wives and loved ones but to our brothers in arms and to this new country stand by my hand. Um, and everybody's sort of gathering and we can see that Claire's watching and Bree's watching and, and all this kind of stuff. Right. Um, and so the first person that, so he, you can tell, he says, stand by my hand and he's looking at Roger and he puts his arm out, like inviting mm. him in, and Roger kind of freezes. And so this young guy, Isaiah Morton is the first one to to step forward and he's like i'll promise to stand by your side colonel fraser roger always has to (laughs) so then um he comes up and he kneels to him and he says this sort of the same oath that like you know when the guys that said an oath to call him yeah in the beginning it's the same sort of deal where he's like i'm gonna have to silence all of this who's it blue 
Oh, Blue. We're almost there. I promise. Okay. So then he's like, you know, I promise to stand by your side, Colonel Fraser. And he kneels and he says the oath. Like, I swear by the cross of our Lord Jesus and the holy iron that I hold. Um, and now, um, and now Brie and Claire are watching and Brie says to Claire, like, what's, what's happened? Why are they all giving their oaths to dad now? And Claire's like, since all the men are here, your father thought it would be wise to prepare for the future. Um, and so then as Isaiah finishes her oath, his oath, and then Jamie stands and looks at Roger and says, Roger McKenzie, be a shield for your family and for mine, son of my house. And is like, very much like Roger you better so then Roger slowly walks up and he walks up to him and then Jamie says Captain Roger McKenzie and then Roger whispers to him Captain and Jamie's like I you'll be safe by my side repeat what I say but Roger Roger already knows the words to the oath so he kneels and he starts to he pledges his his loyalty and fealty and all that kind of stuff and then Jamie says Jamie says, um, I want you to Ken that this act that we're undertaking forms a bond between them, the founding of a kinship in this new world. Just as you give me your word, I give you mine. I will serve you. And as you, as you are swearing to serve me and I will not light the cross again until the time has come for us to do battle. Um, and then, and then, so Knox is there and Knox is watching this happen um and then um jamie says stand by my hand fergus son of my name and of my heart and fergus is like me okay so then fergus Aww, steps forward so he says forward and marsley looks really proud and fergus kneels and he swears his oath to jamie and then uh, and then all of the other men come forward to line up and so they're all gonna swear an oath to jamie um and then um yeah. And then, oh, okay. After that, we get a shot of it's daytime. It looks like Jamie and Claire are standing at the kind of at the edge of the ridge. Kind of, you know how there was that huge cliff that yeah. when they found yeah. it, although it looks way less CGI. And there's a lot, there's a lot less woods behind them, maybe because they've had to clear out a lot of space, but they've yeah, fields. They've built another cross right at the edge of the ridge. <gasps> So like they've set that they've, they've, that's going to be the beacon. They're looking at it. Oh, puppers. We're so close. Five minutes. Hold on puppers. Um, and so then Jamie's like one last thing. And Claire's like, it's time. And then they like walk hand in hand and then they walk away. And then the next scene that we get, we get, um, we get Myrta and Jamie in the woods talking. Um, and Myrta's like, well, I suppose I should take it as a compliment that he. Ooh. Do you lose power? I might have partially lost power. Or a Your breaker. video quality just went down too. Okay. The, the, as long as you can, everyone can hear everything. Okay. I might have just lost power. So guys, we're going to finish this scene really, really quick. She this has no power and I have dogs rebelling. I don't know so. how this is still recording. Okay, I, I don't either. Real quick. Okay. okay. So basically, Murta's like, Murta's like, um, you know, I should take it as a compliment that he wants to display me so prominently at his palace in Newburn. Um, Jamie's like, yeah, you've gotten under his skin a wee bit. And he's like, yeah, you keep telling me. You keep telling me you know how this will end, that this war of yours is, that you say is coming. But you can tell me nothing of the regulators and how they failed or how they fared in this time. And Jamie's like, no. 
But if you wait, we'll be fighting on the same side. The war will change the face of this land. And Murta's like, well, there's always a war coming. And he's like, but it's for us to decide which ones we fight. And then he's like playing with these rocks. Jamie's like, what are you doing? And he's like fashioning a, fashioning a circle. Um, maybe you can ask those that can travel to and fro to go back uh, to go back and change things, make things here different. Claire, Brianna, Roger, they all came back to this time from another because they did. You have everything you ever wanted and I don't resent you for it, but I must do what I must and you cannot resent me for that either. And Jamie's like, nothing, nothing could ever make me resent you, a ghost chief. I resent you. And then he says, it's no longer safe for you to remain here. I know you stay because of the value made to my mother and to me, but now I release you from it go um he says go please and bleep please be hard to find and they have like one last look at each other and then Myrta leaves and walks away and Jamie kind of crouches down and we can see there's tears streaming down his face like that was really really hard for him to do of um, course that's like the only family that's really been with him for and from the beginning of his whole yeah. life he knows everything and he's like he's like we yeah. can't even meet in secret now like I need you yes. to go and please be hard to find stuck in this he's stuck in this hard place between he has to appease Tryon because now he has an obligation to his family to his settlers yeah but he's also trying to do what he can to keep Murta safe right he has to play this game until he's able till the time is right to switch sides because it's too soon to switch sides he needs to wait and play the game but that's where we're at my friend that's the end, of episode, end of the episode. I don't even want to do the whole where's everyone in the house because I'm so scared this power is going to crap out. Yep. And my dogs are. Let's just assume Jamie and Claire are in the house in the bedroom. And... I love everybody except for Roger and I don't like Murta right now. Okay, there we go. <laughs> All right. Try, try, on. try on. Try on. I mean, if you're if you're British and trying to like kill people, I don't like you right now. You're like, bye. The new people um, don't know them enough yet. There we go. Yeah, but we'll learn. Interest, interesting start. That, that's a yeah, good wrap up that's for now. That's a start. Yeah. So I apologize for the dogs. I got to figure out. They just, they get, this is like the, their time, their energy time. I got to figure out. I don't know. I don't we'll know. figure we'll it out. Be, well, we might, if we switch days or I don't know, we'll have to figure yeah. it out because I'm now back at work in the office a few days a week. It's so much different than when I, than during the pandemic when I was working from home every single day of the week and yeah. it just was easy and nothing was happening you know, life. All right, puppers. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening, friends. We'll see yes, thank you. you. We'll see you next week with episode two. Da, 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 da. Um, thanks for bearing with us and the puppers. And um, we're going to end this before my power fully goes out. I don't know what's happening. I don't know if a breaker blew because like the AC is still on, but the power went out and this whole circuit's down so that's weird yeah go check on that <laughs> good times, good times. Okay. construction renovations fun um anyways follow us on our socials at she's an outlander no dots no dots um facebook instagram twitter you can email us um literally our email is just like she's an outlander at gmail.com gmail. Yeah, enjoy it. reading enjoy reading all of your emails um and we'll see you next week with the next episode stay safe everyone hopefully you're enjoying the summer wherever stay the world cool. you are if if it's if it's heat and hot if it's warm where you are or stay, stay cool. cool if you're if in australia where it's or anywhere else where it's starting to flood 
stay safe. Stay safe. All right. Here we go. Thanks, friends. See you Bye. next week. Bye.